And here it is, my people. I am Ocho the Owl. And I will make today count. And I invite you, the people, to take today and make today the day that you make positivity and self-empowerment louder. Happy Monday, my people. Fuck yeah. (laughs) Why? Why? Well, (laughs) for no other reason than just because. But why? And I'll tell you why. Because I just got... Oh, back in the game. I've been without a laptop for about a about a month or so. It has made things increasingly, uh, let's just say, annoying. But I just got one this morning, and maybe about four and a half minutes after getting it, I'm right back to it. I'm backlogged with tons and tons of stuff, which I will now spend the remainder of the day putting up and posting for your edification. Of course, please enjoy. AMA number one with none other than Ursula Latini. She is, well, she's just magic. Please check out the audio from the AMA. It is absolute, absolute magic, and it is the first of many. So look out for that. Thank you, as always, for listening. And please, please, please remember to rate, review, and subscribe as it helps more people find this content. Thank you again, as always. And until next time, I am Ocho the Owl. I will make today count. And together, let's increase the peace. And here it is, my people. I am Ocho the Owl, and I will make today count. And I invite you, the people, to take today and make today the day that you make positivity and self-empowerment louder. Happiest of Fridays to you and yours. I'm hoping you are well. I hope that you are happy. I hope that you are in a good place because life is a beautiful, beautiful thing. My people, this is AMA number one with Ursula Latini who will be coming on shortly. We're going to give it a second for more people to come online come on in come on in everybody waiting for the sister to check in we got some folks coming in hola tammy hello beautiful hi tammy there she is sister ursula here we go There she hey, is. Hey. Yes. Hi. <laughs> so happy to see you. Thank you. My people, a little bit about Ursula before we get started. She is a licensed metaphys- metaphysical minister since 2008, a internal family systems practitioner, and a certified associated associate chronic healer. Excuse me. She has facilitated over uh, 4,000 private sessions and worked with thousands of groups that are having uh, issues with uh, physical, emotional, and mental issues. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Thank you for taking time and making time. 
uh, my people, uh, just just FYI about the character of this young lady. She just spent an entire day doing um, doing work here at a local Santa Barbara chiropractor's office. Uh, just doing uh, doing sessions, right? Yeah, um, Dr. Elizabeth Winowski is so generous. She offered her space. She knows my work. Uh, we've experienced it together. Mm -hmm. And she's like, okay. And she just generously shared her clientele and said, come over. You have to experience this woman's work. And we did it on a donation basis. So they paid me whatever they could or wanted to or whatever. Sure. And uh, I've just been working from since 930 this morning. And I'm just so happy. And the day goes by like this. Quick, 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 quick. Well, just just fyi her her giving is seamless because she's like we were on the phone and it's like no no we got to do it now so wow uh thank you thank you uh anything you want to put out there uh, or what uh, what are your thoughts you want to get right into it well you know i'm uh as i'm getting to know you better emmanuel i see that you are here to serve and i am here to serve and when people get together uh, two of the people that I noticed their names are here. Hale Price, he's here to serve. Mel Oliver, she's here to serve. So when when we commune in the service mindedness, it's to receive, right? To receive from above, to receive from the universe, receive from whatever the belief system is, and to share. And and I have gifts to share, just like when people have a potluck, they they have everybody shares they come and they bring the best of them and they've got something to share even the people who wrote the questions that we're going to be answering today mm -hmm. they're sharing a voice because it's not their question alone yes so the people who are watching this and we're watching it now who will watch it later yes they may very well relate to the question because it's being shared from another brother or sister yes and it's, and it's something that they're dealing with or they know, oh, this is perfect for me to hear right now. Mm -hmm. So it's all, all relative and all included. Yeah. I love it. Let's, uh, let's, uh, let's get to it. Uh, are you, uh, are you, okay. you ready? Great. Bring it on. Our first question. Hi, Ursula. Great to see you live. I'd like to learn how to unlock the true self and shut down all the other parts you mentioned fear doubt to really influence your subconscious mind to grow it's very interesting because i do quite a bit of subconscious work so people who are new to that work let me just break it down a little bit in the subconscious work there's parts of us so there's our true self and then there's different parts of us that were created along the way. So for instance, somebody who has an angry part, they think they're angry, but the truth of the matter is they're a child of God. So they may have an angry part that works on their behalf to protect them, to, to speak their truth, to defend, to attack people who are trying to attack. Yeah. So the angry part of them gets activated and behaves in a certain manner. Yes. When we go into the do the subconscious work, we can talk directly to that angry part, which is not in and true, their true self. Right. Okay. So this question says, how can we squash down? How can we shut out 
the doubters and the whatever, so we can access our true part, our true self. Right. My point of view is those things need to be not not put down, but to be brought forward. Right. So I've done a lot of work with children. When a child is acting up in the classroom, the initial thing is shut that kid down. Right. I'm trying to teach here. These other kids are trying to learn here. Shut it down. Shut it down. Right. Or when a child is acting, you know, loudly in the grocery store and the mom wants to shut down the kid. So if you have ever been shut down, you know that it's not cool to feel shut down. Right. So the question is, how can I shut down the doubter, the fear, the this, the that, so I can be my true self? Okay. So in the context of not enjoying being shut down, we can also understand that those parts of us don't want to be shut down either. Right. That's why they're so noisy. Right. So if I'm trying to go through my day and I have a doubter talking to me, talking to me, talking to me, talking to me, and I'm like, stop, 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 stop. The doubter's not having a good day, nor am I having a good day. Right. So in the subconscious work, we talk to the doubter and say, what's up? And the doubter will give us their entire reference, their entire story, their entire um, anxiety about why you need to listen to them. Because when you didn't listen to them, when you just marched forward and did something bravely, you, you got into trouble. Right. So the doubter comes in and says, I'm trying to protect you. I'm trying to help you make a good decision. Right. I'm trying not for you to Go outside the boundary lines because you know what happens anytime you speak your truth or anytime you try something new. Right. You be quiet. You stay still. Right. And it's for us as adults and, and you know, whatever's happened in our life to say, hey, doubter, I'm a different person now. I've got this. I'm connected to the higher soul. Like I have more references than when you got created in my life. And we have a whole conversation with the doubter to get the doubter not to be so anxious about everything. But to say, listen, I'll just come in if I'm feeling some kind of funny way. Mm. But I won't ride you all day long. So opposite of how can we shut these parts down, Mm -hmm. it's to invite and say, how can we have discussions Mm -hmm. with these parts so they can calm down so our true self can just move forward and be supported by those parts. And more than that, our true self can show up to support these other parts. Mm. So, so I'm hearing rather than shut down, acknowledge the, the little thing and just just dialogue. What's what, what do you need? What's going on? Right. Mm. And that's the session work. So what happens is the ego, mm. if we do it on ourselves, even I, as, as much work, you know, that I facilitate, I have practitioners that I work with regularly. So you, you can't kind of dialogue with these parts all by yourself because other ego parts come in. So if we've got a misbehaving part, then a manager or some controller or some I've got to do it right part comes in and, and tries to have the conversation. So it gets a little tricky, but the idea is to say, don't shut the parts down, invite them, let them know that your true self is available. And, and from there, we can live a better life. Mm. don't shut down acknowledge invite invite the conversation invite wow opposite yeah okay uh 
invite. Uh, our next question. Hey, Ursula, it is great to see you. My question is how to deal with a partner who is constantly depressed and negative and it seems and seems to have lost the meaning of life. Yeah. So this is this is a problem. And, uh, you know, she described a partner having these things. And, a, and another common situation is there's a drinking partner. Okay. So in coupleship, often when, a, when I'm involved, it's one of the, this person, this person who's awake, who's trying to do their work, who wants to make life better. They come and they're, they've woken up and they're like, I'm cool. I'm excited. You know, this work is amazing. I want to be a better me. I'm finding more meaning of life. But I look at my partner and they're in an old paradigm of complaining and negativity. And then when I'm saying <laughs> of drinking or so on and so forth. So now what happens is there's a few different layers going on at the same time. Mm -hmm. We're so happy and we're getting, um, come closer because all the words are, yeah, that's better. Um, um, we're happy and we want to share our happiness. Okay. And of course, our partner right next to us, we want them to be happy. But be careful because that's ego wanting things our way, right? I'm so happy and I'm spiritual and I want you to change too. Sure. All that, all that you're going to create is resistance. Huh. right because say say the woman it's typically a woman say the woman okay family we're on a diet i'm working i've lost three pounds and now i'm going to put the whole family on the diet right. the family doesn't go yay the family goes oh god uh -huh. here she goes again right so you get the eye roll from the partner and then what happens is we are not being accepting towards our debbie downer mate sure and then it's, it, and now we're actually judging them. Like, how come you're not there for me? I'm being happy. You're being depressed. You're drinking. You're this, you're that. So it's to say, okay, we can only be in charge of things that are on our side of the fence. Right. When we're in partnership. Right. Codependence is um, two-way street. One says, if you're okay, then I'll be okay. And I'll do whatever I need to do to make you okay. Right. That's codependence. Or if um, you're on the other side and you're like, me, 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 okay. you need to adjust to me and my needs and wants okay. in order for me to be happy. Can you see how neither of those are going to work? Right. So I'm just letting Samantha in. She's my cohort here. She was knocking on the door. No worries. So now when someone's on their spiritual path and they're like, Hey, I want my depressed partner to get on board. Yes. I say, yeah, I understand, but check your ego. Yes. Because you're not being spiritual at this moment. You're being judgmental and you're being right. like, I want you to be like me. So you're being kind of self-centered. So unfortunately, as if it's not hard enough being on the spiritual path, we have to go into acceptance of our Debbie Downer partner and say, sure. you know what? I see where you are. Mm -hmm. And if you look a little bit deeper, you can see why that person is on their spiritual path. Because they want to move away from that vibration. Right. 
So in a way, just like when you're doing laps and you get to the wall and you push against the wall and that propels you into the opposite direction. Yes. It's almost as if that partner is pushing them into a, a higher vibration on their spiritual path. Hmm. So it's, you know, you can't change other people. You can ask them, you can invite them. But in yeah. the meantime, you, it's for us to accept who people are and how people are, not to want to change them, not to drag them to church or drag them to the meditation, but just to invite. And then this won't have an automatic yeah. resistance. Because as soon as somebody pulls, the other mm -hmm. person pulls back. You see what I'm saying? Huh. Yeah. Uh, so, so just uh, j just playing a little bit of I guess advocate. Uh, so, like, I'm gonna pretend I'm the person right asking the question. So then I would, I would say to that. Uh, so does that mean I have to leave my partner? Nope. It means you can accept them and go about um, making your own happiness because the codependent right. version is. You create my happiness. And if you're not behaving right. well, then I don't accept you. I don't love you. I don't want you. And sure. oh, we've temporarily lost the sister. My goodness. We're going to invite her again. Approve. Here we go. There, and we're I back. dropped some. I don't know what happened. Okay, no so it's saying it's I don't I don't accept you. So that's still us being codependent. So if we have a person who's stuck in depression, who's stuck in addiction, who's stuck in whatever, it's just an absolute call for us to say I need to create my own happiness. I cannot depend on that person to create happiness for me. And oh. You know, this is not the person I signed up for, but saying, look right. at you changed and now they're changing too. They're accepting your mm -hmm. changes. How come you're not accepting their changes? Because they're pulling us down. So don't allow mm -hmm. the pulling down, break the codependent ties. Mm -hmm. So if they're, if they're not behaving in a certain way, don't up and leave them immediately. Go ahead and work on those code breaking the codependent ties because sure enough, if you leave them too soon, your next relationship and next relationship and next relationship will still be running those mm -hmm. same patterns. Stay with your partner, unhook, move through the codependent breaking up version. And then now there's space and time and now there's an acceptance. And now you're out having fun going to your meditations or your spiritual things that make you happy and feel fulfilled. And they'll eventually right. see like, hmm, what are you doing there? And you continue to invite, hey, you want to come to this thing? Maybe six months later, they finally go, yeah, okay, let me check it out. And then we right. can't jump up and down like crazy like we want to inside. Just go, okay, uh, you know, right. be ready by 630. And then invite them and let them have their own experiences and not because you said or you wanted or anything like that. Right. It's so challenging. Hearing, uh, it's not easy. I'm hearing stay the course. 
stay the course, do your own work and stay on your side of the fence and watch for your ego and your codependent um, mm -hmm. attachments. Yeah, right. Melissa's saying conscious uncoupling. So I, I would say yeah. uncoupling the codependent relationship and becoming autonomous within the relationship. Mm. Mm. Stay the course, stay the course, stay the course. Not easy. Not easy. And then eventually, right. if you find that, you, okay, you've broken all the codependent things, all of that, you know, good, good, good. And they're still like that. And you don't want to be that. You want to create a different relationship. Then you have a conversation. But the conversation sure. at that point is highly more compassionate and more inclusive and more, you know, matter of fact rather than emotional. Right. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's tough sometimes to, uh, to, um, like, I guess, go in two different directions energetically. Oh, boy. Mm -hmm. And okay. couples, you know, the, um, you know, the um, uh, infinity symbol, how it's wide and then it comes together and it's wide again. Yes. Right. But if you go up and down more like a, uh, it, it would look like the um, DNA spiral. Right. So it's, it's wide yes. and it comes together and it's That's wide and it comes together. That's a normal course for couples. So they'll be really close and then kids will come or something and then they'll separate and then they'll get close again. So this kind of question, they'll be like, they'll be really close. They'll be, feel this distance and this person wants to be close again, but this person's still out in left field. Mm. So that person can come and go and come and go. And if that other side is bulging and they go off in the dark ages for a little while, they may be going through midlife crisis or, or low self-esteem or whatever. And again, yeah. that opposite can, um, you know, turn into a different, uh, a thing that propels you in, onto your path. You never know. Hmm. Hmm. Wonderful. Thank you. Uh, next question. Uh, question for Friday, piggybacking on the video on healing with Dina Hammer. How can one overcome terrifying fear of reliving the trauma to commit to healing? Yes. Okay. Does that make sense? So we did a beautiful work. Yes, it does. Um, I, the show that you helped me get on with Dina. Yes. Uh, we worked around molestation and sexual abuse and the trauma, right? Yes. So the question is around, like, I'm afraid to do my work because it's so terrible and all I know is is this trauma. So, like, one, if I had to face the trauma, two, what if the trauma goes away and I don't even know who I am anymore? Huh. Okay. So when we're afraid to do our work, there's two pieces. That Miriam Williamson quote that she wrote um, for um, Mandal. So mm -hmm. when, when um, we're afraid not only of our darkness, but of our light. Mm -hmm. My yes. point is, 
you've already lived through the darkness and the darkness is sitting in the background talking all the time anyway. So it's just mm -hmm. to turn around and say, I see you, I hear you, I know you're in here. You know, I don't want to carry you around anymore. I don't want to have a reference of you and these feelings that you're bringing me anymore. So to me, it's, right. it's no more than you've already done. It's just finally the time to acknowledge it. It's not going to get worse because it's always right. been in there since the day of the trauma. Sure. And then some parts of us will be so busy blocking and pretending it didn't happen or it wasn't that bad or that was a long time ago. So once we get those right. parts to shut up and to move aside, then we can go to parts of us that have been deeply wounded and traumatized and say, I know you've been in there for years. I'm here for you now. Do the healing. Mm -hmm. And then the discovery of falling in love with ourselves. Um, um, comforting that part of us that felt so hurt. Right. So, uh, again, starting with uh, or going back to uh, acknowledging the trauma itself and speaking to it from a place of uh, of uh, progression and moving forward. Right. Hmm. Wonderful. Uh, next question. When, let's see here, when you're working with someone, do you feel or see what your client is experiencing? What's it like for you during your, uh, during a session? Yeah, um, that's an interesting question. Uh, being an empath, so I feel other people's feelings and I'm also an intuitive and I also have access. I'm, on, I'm not only on this physical plane, I feel like I'm on a, at least a couple other of, uh, planes of existence or consciousness. So right. in the world, trying to figure all that out and to function has been a long process of who am I and how am I, thinking that everybody's just like me and not understanding when people don't understand me. So creating confusion for others because I'm referencing places and times that they don't exist in. Uh, like my dad, for instance, he, he thought I was just like a, a cuckoo bird. Like he had no idea of what I was talking about. And I was like, of course, like this, this and that. And he's like, no, you don't, you're not making any sense. Come into my world. So after a while, after a few years, I realized not everybody sees and knows what I know. So I bring, now that I've cultivated over years, I bring all of those aspects into the session. So when we go into a person's subconscious, I, um, through the hours of training and the hours of session work, I'm able to be in there in the scene. So say there's a scene in a living room and there's a fight, mom and dad are fighting and you've got a toddler right there. I myself am in the living room watching the parents feeling each of their emotions, looking at the toddler, feeling the toddler's emotions looking at my client and, mm. and working with my client mm. to help resolve the toddler's feelings and experiences. So I'm feeling everybody's feelings. And because I know patterns, mm -hmm. I'm um, like five steps ahead of the client. So I know how to, like those kids that were in the cave. I know the way out of the cave. Yeah. I know the way into the cave. 
I know all the holes around the cave and I know the way out of the cave. So I often call myself the GPS system. So I'm in and I'm around and I'm before and I'm after. Mm. And it, yes, it's heartbreaking. Yes, sometimes I cry. Um, but, and I'm doing it from um, an observer, non-attached place, but yet my heart is wide open. So I feel things, but I don't let them overwhelm me. So I have great compassion for all suffering because I've seen it and heard it and been in it in the middle of it. And, you know, um, but I do a lot of prayer and meditation and do a lot of play to balance off the darkness that I, that I experience on a regular basis. Mm. It, uh, it can't be easy at first, I imagine like doing the thing and seeing the yeah. thing, but uh, w w everything with practice, the skill gap. Yes, yes, yes. Wonderful, thank you. Our next question comes from Sister Sarah. It says, how can women over age 55 demonstrate the relevance and competency in a shrinking ageist employment uh, economy. Okay. Um, there's a few things going on here. So one is, of course, our own value. So when she's asking that, she's saying my value is not being recognized in today's society. Therefore, it's affecting her sense of her own value. You right. see? Mm -hmm. So what she can do is reverse. So instead of being outwardly influenced to be. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Emily Hoda, hi. We've just lost Ursula, but we will get her back here in a second or so. She should be coming back online any minute now. Brother Adam, what's going on, brother? We've just lost the sister, but we will be getting her back here in a moment. The question was... Uh, how can women over 55 demonstrate the relevance and competency in a shrinking ageist employment economy? Wolfgar. All right. And... Okay, we're going to try that again. Try that again, add, yes, adding, here we go. Here I am. I don't know what's happening. Here so, I am. It's okay. So again, uh, how can women over 55 demonstrate the relevance and competency in a shrinking ageist employment economy? So it's her inward understanding of who she is. Mm. So instead of getting her value by the outward world, by interviews she's going on or job applications she's putting in, 
and being convinced that her value is lessening and depleting because of her age. Okay. It's for her to turn things around and say, no, 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 no. I don't know what's the matter with y'all. I know who I am. I know what value I bring. You know, I've had education. I have experience. I have wisdom. Um, I have professional polish. Like, no, 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 no. You may not value me, but I value me. So it's to revalue ourselves and perhaps to repurpose ourselves. So if she's trying to get into a job that she used to have, but they're aging her out or they're hiring younger people for cheaper prices, then it's for it's an opportunity for her to recreate her her creative expression, is what we call in metaphysics, her work, her job. So to recreate that which she wants to express and who. So it, it may be from somebody who's been working for the man for all these years, a, a bigger company, to go into an entrepreneurial sure. thing and offer more personal. Action says, but we are back. We are back. We are back. We are back. We are here. AMA number one with Ursula Latini. We were just, let's see here. Can we get her back online? Yes. We're going to be getting her back online. We're, uh, we're like just about finished. Here we go. Here we go. We're gonna be getting her back online here in just a second to wrap up AMA number one. Yes. All right, all right, all right. Check mic check. The geo is going on. And we should be having Sister Ursula come back online. Let's see, and yes. Check out what's going on. And we're back. We're back. Ah. When last we left our hero. It, Thanks for uh, that commercial break. No worries. <laughs> we needed a breather. So what 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 it sounded like is uh the uh the uh the, the, the sister uh the sister who asked the prior question was uh, how can women over fifty five demonstrate the relevance and competency in a shrinking ageist age? employment economy what it sounded like is she's uh, she's underpricing herself undervaluing undervaluing herself internally internally yeah. because if she says hey i'm I, you know i i want to do more work and this and she puts resume out she goes on interviews and she gets the sense from the worldly world um mm -hmm. you know we don't, we don't value you anymore 
So it's for her to change her vibration internally and say, well, that's too bad because I still value me quite a bit and not mm. to buy in to the propaganda that aged out people. No, our elders, unfortunately, in today's culture are thrown away. They're right. dismissed. And in other cultures, they're valued because those are the guys who have wisdom. They have the experience. Yes. You know, they, they've got all the shortcuts because they've got the answers. Yes. You know, so um, when they are not being valued outside, it's to say, ah, screw you. I'm mm. going to value myself inside. Right. Value yourself inside. Recreate. Mm -hmm. Look at Hale Price is watching. Okay, Hale, I'm sorry, I'm going to tell your story. He is he has done the corporate life. He's done the married and children life. And sure. he reached the top of the game and still was not fulfilled. Sure. He stopped all of that. He recreated himself. And now he's writing an amazing book that oh, is wonderful. taking off. It's almost like a, a whole entire epic world. So you can go to Hale Price website, uh, Facebook, and right. follow his whole thing. And he has recreated himself. And this is what's happening now in today's world, in, in like 2018 culture. Yes. <laughs> I love Hale Price too. And <laughs> in, in this culture, we mm -hmm. are recreating ourselves at a rapid pace. So the old paradigm that this woman is talking about needs to fall aside away from her right. so she doesn't get sucked down into it recreate right. herself repurpose herself mm. and revalue herself right. and come out into the world in an entrepreneurial kind of way and yes. start working with people in her inner circle and referring and out and out it goes yes so uh, it's, it sounds like she needs to uh to uh reassess uh, self-image and self yes. self value self value it's about right thank you and uh which leads us to our final question uh, what okay. is a good practice for staying calm when heading into a potentially stressful circumstance or situation it's a good one awesome awesome question so this is getting to know our parts Right. We all um, understand stress and based on our history and our family, we will respond to stress differently. Sure. So I'll use myself as an example. When there's a stressful situation, I shut down. Because in the past, when I've barked or stood ground or fight for the cause, I get slammed. So I have learned the hard way Just shut down, duck you know, and run for cover or, or just hold space. So that's my history. So I know, okay, I'm going into a stressful situation. My history says mute, but I don't want to mute. I want to stand for myself. I want to speak clearly. So before I go into the stressful situation, I have a little talk with me and my parts. Hmm. So whoever the, this question, whoever that person is, they can sit with their parts. I shut down or I fight or I uh, criticize the person who is uh, stressing me out or, and to, to know our own habits and to know our own parts mm -hmm. and say, okay, everybody like to sit down, have a little committee with your inner parts. 
Sure. The quiet part, the noisy part, the runaway part, the fight part, the flight part, the freeze part, and say, listen, all you guys, we're going to go hang out with this person that stresses us out. So I don't want you to be in charge of the communication. Huh. So either you, you guys can stay at home and my negotiator part or my um, filial piety part, my respecter of elders, my, you know, uh, part of me that honors my parents because they might be the stressful part, uh, stressful situation. Sure. I'm going to go my negotiator part or my compassionate part or my kind part, whatever the best part is to show up there is going to show up and everybody else is going to stay home. Mm. Or if you guys are there, you stay in the background and you like an earpiece, right? You talk to me in my ear and I, another part will talk out of my mouth. We won't have any of these aggressive parts or weak parts communicating with these um, potentially stressful other people. So you have, you have a little talk, just like if a family was going into a new situation, the parents say, okay, kids, you know, it's going to be noisy. There's going to be a lot of people. I want you to stay close. If you get nervous, let me know. You know, if anyone gets lost, here's our plan. So you make a game plan. And then the most responsible part of you shows up and connects and communicates with the stressful people, the stressful situation. That's how to handle that one. I've never heard that answer before ever in my entire life. Doesn't yeah. it make perfect sense? T team meeting. Team meeting. Okay, noisy me, quiet me. Okay, it, it, it makes perfect sense. And just, uh, yeah, I guess I guess start with a, like a fixed outcome of success and kind of reverse engineer it with all of your people. And And we can't control the other people, right? But we can set our right. intention. I'm going to be calm. I'm going to remain calm no matter what. Right. And then the whole team's like, yeah, yeah, that would be good. That would be good. Like, okay, so everybody, we're going to work together that no matter what people say or what the situation is, that I'm going to remain calm. How's that sound? Everyone's like, yeah, we're on board. Cool. It, it, it's so simple. I, I, it, it, not just, I've never heard that. Wow. Whew. That was good. That, that was, was good. That was that easy was and fun. Thank you again. For those of you who are tuned in and are tuning in, Sister Ursula Latini is a licensed metaphysical minister. She is a internal family systems practitioner and certified associate in pranic healing. Uh, would you please uh, uh, tell the people how to uh, how to find you and or get a hold of you? Yes. Um, so I'm I I am working on being more active on Facebook. Um, this right here is helping considerably. Um, I love partnering with you. Thank you so much for supporting. Um, on my Facebook, you can scroll down and see a, a fantastic show that uh, Dina and I did together. Uh, she has a, a woman's show, the Facebook Live show that she's done, and we knocked it out of the park. It's very intense. I would like men and women to watch it because it's a conversation that is up right now, and it is very, very important. If you're curious about me, my website describes what I do. I'm available by messenger. If you have any questions, um, please message me. That's the easiest way to get a hold of me since you're watching on Facebook already. I have a uh, collection of videos on my YouTube channel. 
So that's another way to get to know me and understand where I'm coming from um, and how I'm here to serve you. Mm. Wonderful. Uh, thank you for coming on. Thank you for your time. Uh, any last uh, any last things you want to leave the people with? <coughs> yeah. Um, <coughs> the universal questions are, who am I and why am I here? Mm. If we get those two answered for ourselves, knowing that they could change at any time, I think yeah. we would live more peacefully within ourselves. Sometimes we get irritated and agitated by the world around us, by politics, by the crime and the violence. And instead of getting sucked into all of that, I think if we know who we are and why we're here, we can rise above that. And in spite of that, be in the world and, and live our mission and live our purpose. So I encourage everybody to find out for themselves, who am I and why am I here? what's what's one like quick step that uh i guess general step that folks can really kind of like uh, kind of like a rule of thumb how can they i think i think journaling journaling <laughs> will be very helpful people don't like journaling until they get going and right. then they're like oh my god this is great mm. so it's just writing your thoughts and feelings down writing letters to yourself and it's giving a voice to those parts of us that don't always get a voice because we're trying to manage or control or, you know, hide and things like that. Right. Brother Hal just put up uh, com about. There it is. Thank you, Brother Thank Hal. Thank you, Hal. You see, you, see it, you see it on your end, right? I do. I do. And here's an example of support. You know, living a life of service, just like you and I are doing. And then Hale's, I, I shared what Hale's doing and Hale's supporting me. It's, this is the circular vibration that we can all rise together when we get into this kind of vibration of support, support, support. And Emmanuel, you live that life. Uh, a comment, you do, a comment that when we were together at the farmer's market, a comment that came in while we were together is he's like, way to go uplifting there you are uplifting again what if everybody just uplifted each other what if it's uh it's happening slowly and surely well when we do it we cause a ripple effect and other people see us do it and they want to do it too because it feels good because it's right and then it goes on and on and on. Mm. And on and on it goes. Thank you so much for coming on again. We shall uh, do another one of these AMAs at a scheduled time. We should be posting it, I'm sure. So if you have any questions, please send them either to myself or Sister Ursula at her Facebook, Ursula Latini, and the uh, website is pinned here. If you have any kind of questions or want to know more about her and her offerings, UrsulaLatini.com slash about. Thank you, Brother Hal. Uh, thank you, Ursula, again, for coming on. I appreciate it. And, uh, and that's that. So, uh, my people, on behalf of Sister Ursula Latini, I am Ocho the Owl. I will make today count. And together, let's increase the piece. Thank you.
Thank you. Sure. And also I'd like to say about your, your, um, your uh, audio um, podcasts, everybody, yes. Emmanuel's making, making daily podcasts. I don't know why, how he does all of this daily podcasts, music, uh, interviews with amazing people. So uh, feel free to take, take a look at Owl, Ocho the Owl. Ooh. Thank you, dear. <laughs> and she's off. Oh, my. Well, we, we, uh, she's gone. But uh, again, thank you to Sister Ursula. And thank you to everybody for tuning in. I appreciate it. And until next time, I am Ocho the Owl. I will make today count. And together, let's increase the peace. Ciao.